I don't care if you've been dealing with cabin fever all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times. If any of y'all your host, the who's probably coming to you live and direct from the stack smoke me out fam with that dang shit on my left. Uh, I've become a uh, multi-platinum recording artist, according to my daughter, for all the songs I just make up off the top of my head. <laughs> In the middle, we got Blue. It's your boy, Blue. Goddamn. <laughs> you messing up. Uh, engineering on the one to two. Ah, Engineering on the ones to do is choke people out on three and four chronos. I bet you that bitch Carol Baskin don't appreciate social distancing. Mm-hmm. Killing her hubby. Uh, last but not least, we got oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. How are you going to end up in quarantine while in quarantine? Mm. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. We back up in here. Back up. Back the quarantine yes. edition. It's good to be back. Yeah, it really again. Is. All right, let's get it popping. And that doesn't work. Huh, okay. All right. You have any, uh... What are you starting with? You got, you got a listener of... No, oh, shit, I, I got nothing set up. Sorry, hold on. Give me a second. It's, it's hard to do the listener of the week because... I don't necessarily, but the first person in the chat because <laughs> YouTube is tripping. <laughs> who's who's <laughs> got the dogs? Who's doggy? Yeah. <laughs> but I can say the listener of the week. Uh, listener of the week would be... Captain Sithel. Ooh. My nizzle. Alright. Yeah. I'll tell you the first in the chat in a minute. I just I gotta open up the chat stuff. That's not like an anime character. Yeah. <laughs> well, good stuff. While he's uh while Cronus is getting that going, uh old ninja. Do you have any uh celebrity D list RIPs? D list? Yeah, so we got some interesting yeah. RIPs. We're going to pour out some Slitch Malt Liquor for, uh, we'll start with Mark Bloom. Uh, he's an American actor, but he's, uh, he's had, uh, some roles. He had a supporting role in Crocodile Dundee. He was in Desperately Seeking Susan. Um, he died of the Rona. So he oh, re- recently passed away from the coronavirus. Uh, he's in other movies. You might've seen him if you're an 80s kid, like Blind Date, The Presidio, stuff like that. Um... Uh, he was, I believe, 80-something? Damn. He was six- no, I'm sorry. He was 69. He was 69. That's a good age. Uh, but not yeah, old man. enough. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Go out, 69. He, was he the first celebrity to die from the corona? No. He did, yeah, he he's not the first, but he did die from the coronavirus. There's been a That's bunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next next up, we had Andrew Andrew Jack. Uh, he's been in... He's in Star Wars. Uh, actually, he's in... Um, the Force Awakens and the Last Shot Jedi. He's a British actor. He's been in 20, 30 years. When that last films. No, he died. Uh, he died of the coronavirus. He died a few days ago. Okay, I'm getting deja vu, but all right, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, recently today we have oh Adam uh, Schlesinger. Schlesinger. Uh, he's an American singer, songwriter, record producer, guitarist. He's won Emmys, Grammys. He's been nominated for Oscars, Tonys, Golden Globes. He's the founding member of Fountains of Wayne. Did he buy any tigers, though? Hmm? Did he buy any tigers? That's what I want to know. I I don't know. But he's written songs for both the stage and screen, uh, usually performed by uh, a bunch of actors. He's also the cousin of John Bernthal. Did he get an EGOT? Hmm? 
Did he get an EGOT? An EGOT? Yeah, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Did he do that whole thing? Uh, he so he's been nominated but didn't win. Wow. But he's written for actors like Jane Lynch, Jim Parsons, Super, and uh, Neil Patrick Harris. They performed his songs on both the small screen and on the um, on Broadway. Uh, he passed away from coronavirus today. Dang. Rona don't care who you no, are. No, like a th- I think almost a thousand, actually over a thousand nope. people died yesterday. From hey, the cor- in just America. Wasn't who? Yeah, yeah, she does. Whoopi does. She has a Grammy? She has. Wh- yeah, I can't remember for what. How the fuck did she get a Grammy? No, I thought she got she has an Academy. the color purple. She has an. Uh, she has an Academy Award for Ghost. Oh, I, I know that. Now. I don't know. I don't know about. Why you got to get all? <laughs> can't read. Yeah, she's won an Academy Award for the color Ghost. purple. I don't know about a Grammy. But did she Who's sing in the color Grammy? purple? Like I don't understand how she would get a Grammy from the color purple. It's a. That's a no artist, not. like a musical. Oh, was thing. it from? Was it from Sister Act? She won a Grammy from Sister Act. Oh, right. Sister Act. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Keep going. Lower right, Hill so was from Sister Act. They were saying that's, that's, E got like uh, Emmy. Yeah, but the Grammy part though. I mean, I don't. I don't see how she would win a Grammy. Oh. She yeah, went for Grammy. She did get. She did get all four. Um, she won a is... Grammy in '86. For what? What? Well, uh, goddamn it! Uh, oh, it's probably for spoken word or something. <laughs> all right, it'll take me a minute. Y'all keep going. It's all good. Sorry. Oh, oh here it she is. did win a Grammy. Comedy recording. That's what it was. A comedy. Oh, okay, I got you. That's still weird yeah. though. All right. I mean, it's cool. She got it. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from her. I ain't got any of those fucking awards. So yeah. <laughs> you ain't even been nominated. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I'm trying to get the golden eggplant though. That's the fucking most important one. <laughs> yeah, everybody should try to get that. Get your golden. Good stuff, man. Uh, Carlos, going back to you. Did you uh, was a listener of? Uh... You had the listener of the week? I had the listener of the week, and the first in the chat would be my boy Aiden, who was uh, 5150 HCRX in the chat, and also my boy Jason is also in the chat. So thank you very much. There's a bunch of other folks, too, in the chat. They're just not chatting yet. All right. Good stuff. Man, who uh, do we want to start with the real stuff of this past week and the past everybody? It's been awful news, like, the past fucking three weeks in a row. It's been shitty news. Yeah. Sorry, guys and gals. And those in between. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, there's two yeah. blues now. Blue, how is there two of you? Because I'm magical. <laughs> what the hell? How did you do this? Which man? <laughs> Devil's magic. You might want to take the yeah, other one off though. Because you got you got a. Uh... Oh, what the fuck? You don't have that <laughs> Oh, this is your uh, your other camera. There's <laughs> two of you. <laughs> yeah, it has two cameras. Oh, he's in stereo. Blue, talk real quick and see what happens. <laughs> I want to see what happens. If you talk. It's blue coming into you in stereo. <laughs> uh, it, it picked the shittiest one to put up. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so Unfortunately, one has a better camera, but the other one has a shittier mic. So <laughs> <laughs> pick your poison. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what do y'all want to start with? What are we talking about? Well, I mean. Biggest news out here is, you know, the the coronavirus. We've been starting with it, and it's not going away. And this is the reason why the podcast is all semi-fucked up right now. So, because mm-hmm. we're all <laughs> practicing proper social distancing. And uh, here in America, it's uh, it's blowing the fuck up. Like, 
what, yesterday? Sorry, two days ago, it was like over 500, 550, 550 people died from the coronavirus in the United States. And it, at that rate, you would have over 220, sorry, yeah, 220,000 people die in a year from this virus. It stayed at that rate. And yep. yesterday, over 1,000 people died. So it's like, what the fuck? Today, we're probably on track for 2,000. So yeah. this vir- virus is pretty legit. Um, if y'all listen to the podcast for long enough, like a couple months ago, I was like, I don't get, I don't see why this is a big deal, but I fucking backtrack on that shit because I see it. Yeah, like, man. As soon as I saw the numbers, I was like, oh shit, this is not the flu. This is not any other kind of bullshit. Like people are dying at like at a fast rate, and uh, some folks they didn't backtrack or didn't even try to apologize. So I'll apologize on air that hey, I, it, looked, it wasn't a big deal to me at first, but now that we all have seen it, you know, go through its paces, it's it's fucked up and. People are getting infected at incredible rates, and people are fucking dying. And here in the United States, it's like this is one of the worst things that happened to this country ever. Really, I mean, it's, yeah. more people have died from the coronavirus than have died from the fucking uh, most recent wars that we've been in, like the wars in the Middle East, already in like the span of yeah. a month. And more than nine eleven too. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, insane. More. So right now, I'm looking at the 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 stat, the worldwide cases. And we're sitting at 935,000 cases of coronavirus with 47,000 deaths. Um, I'm gonna see what that number is once we end the before we end the podcast to see how, how it changed. It it's, it's super sobering. Um, I, I have to take just mental breaks from the news because I'm like this news junkie. I love information, but oh, yeah. this stuff is is just it's devastating uh psychologically yeah, draining yeah these are these are human beings these are people who don't get to see their family members and loved ones ever again and it, it sucks all the way around um the only thing uh, i can say is boy oh boy do we need uh people to actually pay attention and adhere to the social distancing it, i mean it, i can't stand these assholes that just say oh I don't, I'm not affected, and therefore I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to go to Mardi Gras. I'm going to go to spring break or whatever that, where, whatever it is. It's irresponsible, and y'all just some trashy human beings. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Is well, that also, sorry, go ahead, man. I was going to say it's it's kind of crazy because like luckily Stitch had Storm in a good time because like people who are having babies now they're not allowing anybody into the room other than the doctors and the patient. Like husbands have to wait outside in the rooms. And the same goes for people who's getting like, um, like a woman's going in for a checkup, like an ultrasound or something like that. Like they're not letting the the husband or any other person into that room. Like that's how crazy it is. And even people who do have the coronavirus who are in the hospital that are dying, like, like they're pretty much dying alone because their family members aren't allowed to go in there because they're they're at a risk of getting getting the coronavirus themselves. So it's a scary disease to have out there right now. Yeah. So in in Spain, there was a doctor that came on. And he was talking about how anybody over the age of sixty five, they're just drugging them up to let them die, and they're taking the respirators away and giving them to people that are younger. And That's it was a, a similar thing in, in Italy. Well, they don't have enough respirators, you know. Yeah. And a similar thing in, in Italy, they were basically anybody over the age. I think it was uh, of eighty. They wouldn't even treat them at all. So they just let them die. I'm just like, man, that, that's fucked up. And these are these are first world countries. Yep. 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 Well, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I know here in America too. Like, um, I guess there's a a drug that's used for people with um, 
autoimmune disease. My, uh, malaria? Lupus. Yeah, because people yeah, with lupus, exactly. there's like a drug that they can use and like, you know, people who, who rely, kind of rely on this drug, like they're taking it away from them so they can use it for patients that have corona because it's it's something, It's a, apparently it's a, a drug that can help relieve some of the, the pain and issues with it, well, but it, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, the problem. Yeah, it's the one that you know President Trump was talking about. It's the uh, chloroquine, hydrochlor, hydro something. But chlorine? No, it's called (laughs) no, it's called chlorinique hydro something or hydro something chlorinique. And uh, yeah, it was used for like a bunch of other stuff. And like he kept putting like all these, um, not promises, but he's like this has a promising thing for this virus, but it's like. It's not FDA approved. It's never been a uh, proven drug for this particular virus. And then somebody went out and actually took uh, chlorinique, but the wrong kind. And it was basically like chlorine and he died. And then his wife got wife got super sick. So it's like, dude, you guys got to be careful out there. Like even saying that a drug has promise in a time like this is really fucking dangerous, especially when it has not been tested against this particular virus and it hasn't been human tested at all against this virus so it's just like people got to be real careful about what the fuck they say so so did you we've seen this happen in uh spider-man one and then in amazing spider-man (laughs) two where you start taking medicine that is not fully tested fully approved and someone's just like ah shit no i'm gonna drink it now and blah 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 and then they turn into the fucking green goblin I like literally watched that movie yesterday too. Uh, last night I was like, "Oh man, this is basically what's going on." Taking shit. That you <laughs> Next thing you know, you're chasing a fucking kid. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm some kind of a scientist myself. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, food. Hold on. Food is not a science. And oh, now. But did y'all see the announcement that Johnson and Johnson put out that they are working on a vaccine and they will have experimental human trials in the fall in september i believe well yeah i mean there's the and go ahead that just shows how far away we are from getting like real i guess i don't want to say real progress but from getting something to help everyone and that's a long ways away yeah well i mean there's been multiple there's yeah experimental trials it's multiple companies that are actually working on the the vaccine it's just like it, it takes time everybody's they keep sharing these stories that oh you know the vaccine's out but it's like it's not out like you can't have a vaccine overnight you have to test it against people you have to have human trials you can't just put out a vaccine like hope for the fucking best you know you have to like yeah. make sure that it's safe for people the, the first rule of medicine is first do no harm and if you don't know that it's, it is safe for humans, then what you have is snake oil or poison. <laughs> or poison, yeah. Which snake oil kind of is. The best estimates from World Health people and you know, uh, CDC that I've seen, and maybe this is uh, maybe from a week ago, I don't know if it's obsolete anymore, but I heard 12 to 18 months for a vaccine is the normal turnaround, expedited turnaround time. Yeah, so anytime soon. Yeah, and what's insane to me is that I have people that I'm friends with that are still doing this like super conspiracy theory about Bill Gates and everybody's trying to get like this one vaccine, blah 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 blah. I'm like, can you please explain to me like what's the end game in in doing this? Like they're crashing the world economy. That's their money too. Like what the fuck do you think their money is? It's not a goddamn savings account. Like they don't understand how the world works. And they're just like, yeah, Bill Gates is you know. He's part of all these organizations and 
you know, trying to get this vaccine. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? He, Bill Gates has spent over 35 billion of his own dollars on trying to make the world a better place through vaccines, clean waters, toilets, shit like that, in other countries. Yep. He would have to. Just in a business sense, there, there is no way that he would be able to recoup that cost alone through releasing this virus. He would have already lost double that amount through stocks alone. And anytime I ask any conspiracy theorist about that, they just shut the fuck up. I'm like, yeah, because you don't think it through. It sounds like a cool conspiracy, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, they're losing money off all this shit. And it, what, what are they gonna, what, what is the gain from doing this? He's, he's one of the biggest, the world's biggest, he and his wife, one of the world's biggest philanthropists you could ever imagine. And some people just see the fact that he has a whole bunch of money um, and just attack, they're, they're, they're grasping at straws trying to do this blame game stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know? Bill Gates is like, when somebody says, you know, there shouldn't be billionaires, I'm like, well, what about Bill fucking Gates? Like, don't get me wrong, like, in the past, he's had a shitty attitude against some things, and I am not excusing that, but he is not, uh, like, a vengeful... He's not a person that is trying to do harm to other people, especially at this point in his life. He's trying to, like, he recognizes the errors of his ways back in the day when it came to, like, you know, monopolizing some certain things through software, but as far as his, his philanthropy goes, I don't see him as having, like, some kind of checkered fucking past. I see him trying to help people in countries where they need the most help. I don't see him trying to take over those countries. He's just trying to fucking help people. And for these yeah. these lunatics that are out there talking all this shit about Bill Gates, it's like, can you please do some fucking research and like tell me how he's going to make money or anything or how is he going to come out ahead from making a vaccine from this virus? Like they're literally trying to say that he created the virus and he put it out there. And I'm just like, dude, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, so and if you listen to this and you have some fucking... If you have some information that shows how he, how he made this virus, definitely send it. Um, I always will reserve my right to say that I'm wrong, but I'm like 99.999% sure that I'm fucking correct in this. And there there is no value for him to make some kind of super fucking virus and then come yeah. up with a vaccine and then wait for it. Like what what they're doing is they're, they're seeing his old videos where he warned about a pandemic like five fucking years ago. He did a TED talk about it. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and he, he, he outlined how you can stop this, and nobody did. Nobody did what he said. Nobody did. Yeah, he's he doesn't work for Umbrella Corp. Let's just start with that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> secondly, oh. the, thing, uh, the big thing with uh, these conspiracy folks, you got one thing right, which was Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> and now y'all trying to grasp the straws on other stuff, like you know what I mean? Like we, we're all on board with you know Epstein stuff. And now you want to go for Bill Gates. You, you, you can't make these leaps. Just stick with Epstein. <laughs> uh, on, on another sad conspiracy note, um, what, what is with your bullshit about uh, Overwatch being more iconic than Street Fighter? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so oh. for me, and I love, don't get me wrong, I love Street Fighter. No, you don't. Don't even fucking lie. No, you don't. Yeah, no, yeah. I love Street Fighter. Do you own a Street Fighter? Yeah, I've owned plenty of them. Three, four, two, and a half. I think you're bullshit. I've never even seen you play Street if Fighter. You love, if you love Street Fighter, you wouldn't disrespect it like this. That's what I'm saying. Let him explain that. I compare this. It's kind of like how in the early 90s, I loved the Michael Keaton Batman movies. 
Um, and I thought those were really great movies. And at the same time, I think that the MCU Avengers is more iconic. So this is something where right now, if an Overwatch has been out for four years, everybody's been trying to imitate them when it comes to these loot boxes and this uh, team ba hero based team based shooter stuff. Their characters are super well known. They've been on TV. They have their own tournaments on Disney, uh, Disney Channel, cable channel and all of that. They're selling all this loot. They're making billions of dollars for Activision, uh, Activision Blizzard. These characters are incredibly iconic. And to me, even with just one game, they've slightly surpassed them. That's oh God. No, it's not even close, oh, bro. Man. No, nope. Not nope. even close. <laughs> I mean, I, I think you have popular confused with iconic. I mean, there's one thing to be iconic and people trying to... Because I don't believe Overwatch is the first game to have loot boxes. Um, uh, it might be the one that celebrated loot boxes, but there, yeah, there are... Why popularized it? Why yeah, did it there's, Again... Zelda had loot boxes. Yeah, there's... popular millions of dollars off of them? I... I mean, there's popularized versus uh, the originator. So Street Fighter has made billions of dollars. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I was specifically talking about the uh, people buying literally like skins and other like costumes and making billions of dollars because they love these characters so much. I mean, well, no, because it didn't exist Fortnite back then because it's bullshit. Loot boxes are bullshit and you, and you know that. Like They're, ex they're extremely lucrative. And they are, but they're bullshit. It's, yeah. it's bad for the gaming industry. Are, are you for, are you for loot boxes? I don't, have box, I don't have any problem with loot boxes whatsoever. People can spend their money on whatever they want. Okay, we're if gonna disagree. I think loot boxes are fucking bullshit. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. If you were okay with loot boxes, then you would have bought Battlefront too. No, that was a shitty game. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. That's actually a pretty decent game. The, the whole thing about the game was about its loot boxes and how it was pay to win. And people shit all over EA electronic well, arts. Well, that was another had, example of someone trying to copy Overwatch from the loot boxes and stuff and doing it very, very poorly and then had, uh, eating all the internet hate. But still trying to copy well, Overwatch. Exactly. All right, let's, that's, what, let's, that's what killed the game. Yeah, but let's bring it back to, like, to Street Fighter. Okay, listen, Street Fighter literally created a genre. It is one of the highest selling arcade cabinets of all times. It is one of the it's one of the highest selling fighting games of all time. It literally created the fucking genre. Overwatch did none of that. So and if you want to say that the their characters are not iconic, Chun Li's thick ass thighs, Ken and Wright, Ryu, fucking Dalsim, all these characters are like if you say them all out loud, anybody listening to this podcast, even old people, they will know what the fuck Street Fighter is. If you say Overwatch to somebody that's like over the age of sixty, they probably have no fucking idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like you're you're appealing to to really young people because the game is relatively new, but other than that, like the game is real, it's nonsense to a lot of people. And Street Fighter is still played in tournaments to this day. Let, let's see if they're still playing Overwatch, you know, from you know thirty five years from now. Yeah, but let, let, let's let's just be really honest though. The viewership for the uh, league for Overwatch is through the fucking roof. Man. It is, I mean, but e but Evo is still a, a high seller as well. Like it's that's yeah, still a highly watched tournament. Wait, what? It doesn't, it doesn't, but that's but it's one of their best. It's one of the games that is viewed the most. It's still to this day. 
Nowhere near the Overwatch numbers, though, man. And what I'll say is for the League of Overwatch, again, it's on cable TV for three fucking seasons. I mean, Evo's been around for more than three fucking seasons. The other thing, though, is Overwatch actually surpassed in South Korea popularity of League and StarCraft. I mean, okay. Well, it's also because it's fucking because it's newer. I mean, no shit. When's the last StarCraft game been made? It's Star been Starcraft came out in like fifteen. That's a, that's five years ago. Yeah. So same with so Overwatch came out in sixteen. No, it was, it was more. No, 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 no. It was more. It was more than uh, twenty fifteen. That was like that was an expansion pack that came out in twenty fifteen. I thought I thought you were t you were talking on this cast about uh, Star StarCraft three, right? No. About no. See, this is how much you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Star Starcraft 2 is out. There's been three DLCs. So what was the so what was the expansion that came out in 15 then, right? It was one of the, it was the one so they did different campaigns. It was you had the Zerg, the Protoss, and the, the Terran factions. And they they released those at different times. But and there was a newer one that came out at like four or five years ago. Yeah, I think right. it was the I think it was the Protoss one. I have it because it's somewhere in this yeah, garage. Yeah, but it was it wasn't StarCraft 3. It was basically oh, they, kept, they kept there were expansion packs onto the the okay. StarCraft two. But I mean, I mean appeal. I mean, <laughs> you're talking. Like, oh, go ahead, Stitch. It, it's like would you say that like Taylor Swift is more iconic than Madonna? That's like kind of seems like what you're sort of saying right now. Just you're like living in a brief. I'm, so I'm not speci I'm specifically not a in the material world and your material girls prodigy. Yeah, I, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan at all, but I, I can certainly recognize that some newer artists are certainly equally or even more iconic than some of the ones that we grew up with. Yeah, but let me, let me just know. break it down for you right now. So Evo, the tournament, started in 2002, and it was started by Street Fighter. So it's Street Fighter oh. 2 Turbo and Street Fighter Alpha 2. So it, 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 it created literally this whole e-gaming thing. In tournaments, pretty much. Like, so, I don't see the Not argument there. They, nobody's made a tournament just for Overwatch. They do have a tournament. They, they, they literally have a league for Overwatch, and what I'm telling you is the popularity of it is ridiculous. Sorry. Yeah, but they they didn't they didn't they didn't start shit. They didn't start shit. Yeah. Street so Fighter is not, literally not blazing the trail. That, Still. As I as I pointed out uh, to Prodigy before. Overwatch didn't really bring that much new to the table because most of its game modes were basically Unreal Tournament modes. Yeah, so it was. It was really just the porn parodies. Same thing with Halo. Were popular before, before <laughs> the game came out. And here's the so, thing: just just like for uh, Call of Duty having great sales and Halo and all of that, the characters for those games are nowhere near as popular as the Overwatch original characters. What? No, no, that's... Stop. Blasphemous. Blasphemous. Totally you could ask any random casual person. You could ask... I could ask Lilo. Uh, Kronos could ask K-Mac. And I bet they could name three Street Fighter characters just randomly off the top of their head. Mm -hmm. I don't... I'm pretty confident they would not be able to name as many Overwatch characters. The, re the regular casual. I think a Honestly, lot. I think one thing people will be able to recognize is a dance move from Overwatch. I think that's yeah. it. 
just the dancing, there's flossing and the Carlton and this and that. Yeah, but those those dance moves need. existed before that game. That's the that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, that's a fresh Prince of Bel Air, yeah. and they they yeah, got two for it. Well, you you guys are confusing. Fortnite dances, yeah, that's which are much more popular than okay, Overwatch. Yeah, oh, that's how bad I'm, I'm at Overwatch. <laughs> so I'll, yeah. I'll do. I'll take it to uh, to expand on Stitch's point. If you said three names from Street Fighter, three of the big ones, you said Chun Li, Ryu, Guile. People will automatically know what you're talking about. If you went to the same person and said Soldier Seventy Six, Reaper, <laughs> and, and Mercy. Yeah. If you look at you, like, what the fuck is that? A, is that Tiger King? They would have no idea. <laughs> Who is that? They <laughs> had no idea. Street Fighter characters, Street Fighter characters from the OG were instantly recognizable just by name alone. Overwatch still does not have that. Some, uh, I go to almost any, and we've been to Comic Cons and whatnot. You 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 see plenty of Overwatch cosplay. Um, I, they have one game, but it, it, the popularity of it is well well established right they, now. They got any live action movies coming? Is John Bon <laughs> Van Damme playing any of these characters? Actually, actually do, do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and look up the stats for any of the uh, animated shorts that they have. Oh, Anime, oh, live action. Well, yeah. How much money did that live action Street Fighter? And I love Raul Julia. That's the last thing we How much money did that make? It made more than the Overwatch movie. That's Trump card right there. Y'all are old. Whatever. This is coming from the this is coming from the dude. This is coming from the guy with the most gray hair on this podcast, and it has like the most extreme fucking hair loss. Mm. And Onid is older than you. I'm just saying. Everybody, everybody appreciates Activision and Blizzard when it comes to this original IP. I mean, not really. You do. Really? And I'm, I'm a Blizzard fan. You know that. But yeah. I, I'm not going to sit there and say that that Overwatch is more popular or is more iconic than Street Fighter. That's that's asinine. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You, you you actually misquoted me. I actually, I was, I, was actually talking, I was actually talking about the the characters themselves. Still okay. Same thing. Same thing. Same yeah. applies. Same, same deal. Applies. I I stick to my stick to my guns. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Street Fighter overall, there's way more content. Involving Street Fighter throughout its 30 plus years of history than Overwatch at this point, at this point in time. Well, let, me so, I mean, let me ask you this then. Are you of the opinion that there are no games that are original IPs, um, despite sales and all of that, that are more iconic than, than any games that we've grown up with? You're well, saying I, maybe like Minecraft and Fortnite wouldn't be more iconic than. So. Uh, well, this, so the, I, I want. I want to say this. There's a difference between iconic and popular. I so I, iconic means that they basically, like Cronus said, blaze the trail. They influence ones that come after them. And I would say there's a handful of games, because a lot of games are built on the structure of other games that did really well. Of course. So I would say there's a few games that, that stand out, like Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead kind of stands out because it was like new at its time and a lot of people weren't doing what they were doing and it had different mechanics. Um, 
currently, it's hard to say because we're playing a lot of games. Apparently, it's hard to say one that like is a complete cut above that doesn't have the same kind of mechanics or whatnot. Yes, I mean, I, I, I also, can answer the question. All right, go ahead. So listen, Unreal is one of the games that you're talking about. It's one of the games that mm-hmm. most people do did not appreciate, especially to this day, because they didn't play it. But it influenced so many fucking games, and it's one of those games to where. It obviously was not the first first-person shooter, but it was the first first-person shooter that was so large in scale. And it did a lot of things that other first-person shooters were not doing. They, they introduced vehicles first. They had uh, kind of like the whole sandbox thing first. And it gets literally no love from most gamers because either they weren't alive at the time or they, or they were too young to play the game or they just kind of forgot about it. But there, there would have been no Halo uh, if there was no Unreal. And un, uh, the Unreal Engine actually fuels a lot of most people's favorite games most, to this day. Probably, yeah, I would say I, like half of the games that are out there now are probably on the Unreal Engine. The other half are probably on like uh, some on the hodgepodge of a bunch of other engines. Yeah, like but well, I, I think another game, Portals, another game I would say, but that still feels like a little bit of Unreal in that as well. Well, in terms, if you're if we're specifically talking about influential games from uh, modern gen, you got to talk. You got to mention, uh, and I know you guys don't play them, but you got to mention Demon Souls, Dark Souls, because you you see the influence all over the fucking place with all these other all these other third person um, uh, melee based uh, melee based action adventure or hardcore RPGs. Well, yeah, I, I would say I would say it is iconic because it literally created a, a whole new genre, right? as far as like how hard it was and like that that style of rpg but none of that applies to overwatch so what are the what are the other uh hero based shooters that have had popular characters then oh well command commander shepherd commander shepherd that's an rpg man yeah but still you you're comparing a fighting game to a first person shooter so no I, 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 I was talking about like you're 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 saying that there's nothing from the standpoint of Overwatch having, I guess, influence, which I, I, I do disagree with. I think for I think it's the first thing you think of uh, for hero-based shooter, and I also think it's it was the major influence of all these other folks trying to do uh, uh, their loot boxes in a super profitable way. Uh, but, I disagree. Your character, right? None of that. Overwatch never comes to mind when stuff like that pops up. At least not to me. Was there someone earlier? Wait, what was Blue? What are you trying to say? I can't. I can't. No, remember. I'm just saying. Like with Street Fighter, you get to see your character as you're fighting. Where with Overwatch, you're just seeing. It's in a third-person shooter. Isn't it? You just see their back. It's first-person. First-person. Oh, so you didn't even get to see the character at all. Well, see, that's what that's what's so interesting to me, though, because in most first-person shooters, especially with multiple characters and whatnot, you don't have. There's not a whole lot of attachment um, unless you're playing like as you know, a Doom guy or someone in, in Call of Duty, where you're playing as just that one character. Most of the time, for a first-person shooter, people don't care about a whole fucking motley crew of characters because it is in first-person. This one is different. Well, not. Modern Warfare is different now because they, if you ask Stitch, who actually paid for a loot box that gave him a specific character that has his own his own little style or whatnot, because in the current Modern Warfare, each character has their own like finishing move. So hold on, let me, okay, hold on. That character. Hold on, 
Prodigy, do you consider Rainbow Six Siege a hero shooter? Because it is. It is a it is a first person team based shooter. It's not a, it's not hero based. But you you pick different characters, right, to play in the game. Yes, you do. You and do they have different abilities. Yeah. That's a hero based shooter. And it came out before Overwatch. Okay, okay. It did come out before Overwatch, but there's nowhere near the popularity of those characters compared to Overwatch. That, but what I'm saying, though, is that th that's one of the main reasons why it is not... I don't consider it as iconic as you do, is because there were games that came out before that game that were similar. Not exactly the same, but they just they use a similar formula. When Street Fighter came yeah. out, there was literally zero fighting games out. Zero. And I, I will I, I respect that about uh, about Street Fighter's history for Rainbow for Rainbow Six. When did that come out? Fifteen? Yeah, it was, it was 2015. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say this too: at launch for Rainbow Six, that it was a pretty weak launch. Yeah, but you and saw, but still, you still you you even still play the game, don't yeah, you? No, yeah, I, I mean I, it's, I, it's it's still very popular. It definitely very popular. I'm just trying to point out too, though. It was one of those game, one of those rare games that actually built its popularity from nothing over years and years and years. Yeah. Whereas, right off the gate, right off the bat, the beta had 10 million plus with uh, with Overwatch. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I just for me, it's it's the same thing. Like the complaints that I have with Halo being that that popular is the same reason why I'm just like, hey, you know, there was a game that was just like Halo called Unreal, and Unreal gets all this accolades, and for some reason, Unreal does not. And yeah. it's kind of the same deal. Like Rainbow Six Siege had the same formula, but it wasn't as popular. It's popular now, but it, yeah. you know that was it, it came out. There was actually another game that came out way before both those games, but I'm not I'm not gonna mention because it's kind of obscure. So yeah. wait, wait, go, go ahead, mention it, mention it. I think it was called Out. Was it Outrigger? Yeah, and I was on like the fucking ticket. It was on a, it was on a Dreamcast in like 2001. So do you? Oh, yeah. do you okay. The other thing I will point out, though, for Rainbow Six, and I know you, obviously, Stitch, you played a bunch of this one. There, there's a very big difference in terms of your tactical uh, team-based shooting in that one and what you do for your ult attack and all this other stuff in Overwatch. I mean, they're, they're, they're drastically different, even though both, I agree, both team-based. Yeah. But you do not have specialized um, uh, ultimate attacks or anything close to that in Rainbow Six or anything coordinated yeah. yeah i mean it, 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 it's, it's okay yeah, to say I, I that, they, that. that they might have improved upon or added added to the formula but it's still a formula that it, that already existed so yeah. and this is coming from a guy i love blizzard and and they cannibalized the game to make overwatch they cannibalized uh it was the ghost game to make overwatch so, um it was uh, starcraft ghost they cannibalized oh, that game to make overwatch I mean, and here's uh, the, we took a risk with the original IP. We can't say that this game wasn't extremely successful. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna that at all. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that, but but popular versus iconic, those are two different things to me. Yeah. And they they span one spans, the other one is just in the moment. And yes. another another game that you you like yourself that we're all playing currently is uh, Borderlands. Borderlands is another first-person shooter game that has characters that they also have ultimates, as you're talking about, but they'll, each one has it, their own unique abilities. With yeah, but millions, very different. Millions of guns. 
very, very different mode in terms of that being semi-open world right from the very beginning, and yeah. this being uh, P PvP versus PvE in in Borderlands. So very yeah. different mode style. And Borderlands is um, uh, Borderlands is an RPG, in, in my opinion. It's a first-person RPG. Exactly. Exactly. But exactly. I mean, Prodigy was comparing a fighting game to a first-person shooter. So. But just just from the character standpoint, though, and here's the thing: what what I remember from especially Street Fighter Two is the popularity of Ryu, Ken, Guile, Chun Li uh, from Street Fighter Two, all and all of the bosses right off the bat. Um, people were doing their own fan art in the early '90s of them, and all of that other stuff was going was going wild. I, I remember uh, that they still do. So yeah, yeah, they still well, do. So I will tell I mean, you this. Right. Before there was Overwatch porn, there was Street Fighter hentai. So and there's still Street Fighter hentai to this day. Oh, of there course, is. of course. But the amount of Overwatch hentai is ridiculously for for as long as the game has been out. By comparison, well, yeah, well it, it's on. because it's because it's newer. I mean, you got to be honest. It is. Yeah. And well, back then, and the, the character, the characters are, are they have more hot girls. That's that's the other thing too. You got to be honest about. Besides, well, now, well, I mean, back two then, different eras. Back yeah. then, you know, Chun Li, and that was it. No, yeah, no, it's, it's more than yeah, Chun Li. Even... There's the Capoeira girl. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. even really get away with blood in the None. in those fighting games. Like, I mean, they. It wasn't until like Street Fighter Super Edition that they introduced Cammy. Yeah, yeah. Cammy came. Yeah. Cammy came when this. That was Street Fighter Two Championship like Edition. Yeah, that was that was actually not that far away from Street Fighter Two, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> more Cammy got introduced. Yep. Yeah, and then they should... they slowly introduced more females. Yeah, they they, they certainly did. But <laughs> come on now, Mer Mercy and Diva and goddamn. Who's the name? Who's the name? I don't know any of these people. I don't know. Who's the name? Terrible, terrible. Are they, on, are they on Tiger King? Or, or not? Speaking of Street Fighter, <laughs> yeah. um, high, high Score Girl on Netflix is getting their second season. I think it comes out this Friday. So if you haven't checked that out, season one, you should definitely check it out. It's basically about a girl who's a fucking bomb-ass player at Street Fighter. And she beats this one dude who's oh, really? a badass. Yeah, it's really fucking good. It's an anime. It's on Netflix. And like this, like a like a rich girl who never played a video game in her life, but she started playing Street Fighter. And she basically kicks ass in the fucking tournament using um, Guile, I think right? Character was it a Guile? Charlie? I can't remember the character that she used. Huh? I think I watched the first one. I, th I thought it was Guile. No, the the main guy uses Guile. Oh. That was his go-to guy. Yeah. But the girl, she used somebody else. But like, she literally played against this guy, and she beat him using all the low kick buttons because all the high kick buttons were broken. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Yeah, like, that's how fucking good she was, and this guy was like a damn near professional Street Fighter player. But yeah, you should definitely check it out on Netflix. Right on. Uh, okay. Should we get into some of these Netflix shows? Because I know we've been all like oh, quarantined and bending. Can we talk about Tiger King? Well, I want, I want, I want to hear Cronus's uh, takes on on Tiger King since he's uh, finished it. Oh yeah, my god! Oh my god! <laughs> this fucking show. So I, I was not prepared to watch this show. I, I didn't know what to think. I was just like Tiger King, y'all talking shit about it. I'm like, all right, let's 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 watch it. And then me and Kmac were, were, after the first episode, we're like, we're all in. Like, mm -hmm. the way they cut it was, like, so good. I was just like, dude, this is so trashy, but I, I can't stop watching. And then when I when I heard that Carol fucking Baskin, Baskin killed her husband, I was just like, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck? 
That's insane. Dude, that though. <laughs> What's up? The diss track that um, the Tiger King made, the Here Kitty Kitty. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel I feel bad for that guy for for Joe because I feel like he was a uh, like an internet troll that just got mm -hmm. caught up. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't gonna really try to kill her, but yeah, he did he did bad things definitely. But uh, I don't think he tried to kill Carol Baskin. And there's like other people in the show that were just like they're all fucking scumbags. Like, the yeah. only people that aren't scumbags is, like, maybe the, the head uh, zookeeper guy. Maybe. Probably wasn't a, a douchebag. But even him, he had, like, clowns on his fucking fake legs. And I was just like, that's kind of fucking sketchy. Like, he, with, he, a, a juggalo is the... Hold on. A juggalo is the fucking head of this zoo? Like, for real? <laughs> yep. Well, hey, the the thing that only the only the only thing that really pissed me off though is using expired Walmart meat for your pizza. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and feeding it to like all the employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, then, all the way back. And then with the whole thing about Saf like losing her arm, I was just like, dude, what the fuck? Oh, so I, I like how the I like how the internet had those memes going out. How Joe fucking went off and got an EMT fucking bomber jacket, put <laughs> that shit on first. Like, like he was gonna fucking save her. <laughs> yeah, holy shit! Someone was saying online. I don't know if this is true. I have no way of verifying it, but they were saying that the 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 crew at the zoo um, kept calling Saf her. But she had transitioned, and they just didn't respect it, and said "fuck you," and you're gonna just be her, and that's how the the, the documentary uh, created you. I didn't yeah, know. I heard I that too. Know. That he's a trans man, but I'm, yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I figured she. I don't. I, don't, I didn't figure that she transitioned. I just figured that she was gay. But the fact that she did transition is like okay, like you know that's life how it is. But you're missing a fucking arm. I think that's a little bit more important. <laughs> to me. <laughs> You had, a, you had your fucking arm ripped yeah. off by a goddamn tiger, basically. Well, no, well, the thing was that it actually wasn't ripped off. And, and then he ran into the gift shop. Yeah, so the, yeah. Arm, the arm wasn't ripped off. Because remember, she was saying no, how she no. remembered, or he remembered, that he was signing paperwork with that same arm. Yeah. And then they were like, well, it's going to be either rehab for, like, however many months, or we could just cut it off. And he was just like, well, fuck it, cut it off. <laughs> and it wasn't the tiger really the tiger to rip off it, the arm or whatever. The, I guess the tiger pulled the pulled her arm in and it got shredded by the fucking gate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, still you don't have an arm. But yeah, the the part where uh, the the second boy the second husband blew his brains out, that yeah. part had me like, oh shit. Yeah. And then the part where uh, where Jeff. I think it's like in episode six where they're asking uh, the first boyfriend, they're like, oh, so at what point did you realize that Jeff was working with the feds? And he's like, huh? Jeff yeah. <laughs> 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 he had like no idea about that whole aspect. The one Jeff looked like fucking Chris. Jeff looked like uh, Chris from uh, Family Guy, Chris Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one with the missing teeth, the meth head. Holy shit, it kept irritating me. He kept looking in the goddamn camera saying, you know, I, I was like girls all my life. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm thick. You got Joe Exotic's name tatted all over your body and you yeah. married him. You not that he, goddamn straight. No, no, he, he doesn't just have a tattoo. He has a tattoo that says Joe Exotic's property. Well, he, like the, the, right above, right on his fucking happy trail. Yeah, the, the best thing to me was at the, the end of the whole season when he got the cover up tattoo and it's like you can still read behind the cover up tattoo. 
the letters. <laughs> I was just like, bruh, are you fucking for real? It's not even, not even big enough to, like, cover it all up. Like, what the fuck? No, but you not straight, dude. Like, you, you not fooling nobody. I think, you, you know, hold on. I, I will, hold on. I'll give some concessions. I think that guy just really liked meth and tigers. And he was like, if I can get meth and tigers, I'm going to suck some dicks. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he was all about. <laughs> He, he 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 went both ways for Tiger and Meth. I'm fine, but <laughs> hey, since he since, since he was missing all since he was missing all those teeth, he probably gave really good head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, this yeah, this, show, this show has been it, it, it it's it's like iconic TV. Everybody's home watching Netflix, and this one just fucking sucks you in. You know, I fucking. I love, love the meme that said like. Disney Plus dropped Frozen 2, Netflix fucking dropped <laughs> Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, man, people could people can't get enough of it. Um, I, I keep thinking about it. The more I, the, you know, the more I fucking go back and forth because like he's still locked up and he he did some messed up stuff, but I don't necessarily believe Joe was trying to actually hire a hitman for that amount of money to kill her. Yeah. You know, yeah, all, all the witnesses—it just seemed like a sketchball, like case, like with all the people involved. It's like you really, gonna, you don't have like a solid witness out of any of those clowns. They all scumbags with ulterior motives exactly. to try to screw over the next person. So one, the it's, one, it's whatever. Jeff, I guess he was on an investigation because he bought a, a stolen Hummer, and plus he had like an illegal fucking monkey in his goddamn office or some shit like that. Like, oh, a lemur. Yeah, lemur, yeah. Get fucking Madagascar in his fucking the, office. The one that got me was when uh, Joe remarried and then he invited, um, what's his name, the one who killed himself's mom to the ceremony two months later. And I was like, what the fuck, Joe? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, he, he's off the hook. Now, there is video uh, that was not part of the actual Netflix series where he's claiming he, he deserves the right to say the N-word it, it, as many times as you want. Have you seen this? I did. Yeah, I saw that. And, I, yeah. and my, my comment was, I bet Carol fucking Baskin says the N-word, doesn't have permission. <laughs> I'm just saying, she seems like that kind of bitch. Are, are, we, su <laughs> are we surprised? No, no. It, it all fits. It all fits. Meth, gay... <laughs> A zoo ring, zoo tiger, country I mean, music. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm obviously not giving the guy a pass. It, like, definitely, I don't think anybody should say the fucking n word. Um, and like, giving the excuse, of, oh, he's like, he's a redneck or blah, blah blah. No, fuck that. Just he, that's still a racist word to say. So if you say it, you're yeah. racist. So I, I hate when there's, I hate there's when no black people around either. Yeah, on, yeah. On if you had one black guy on his staff, he'd understand. <laughs> But, um, he didn't call. He didn't call Shark the N word, did he? Mm -mm. I hate that one saying that people always say like, "Oh, they get, they get to use the word." Like, why can't I? It's like nobody should really be using that word. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't use it. Yeah, I'm one of those Shaq people that don't use it. So, yeah. Yeah, Shaq was on it. Shaq was has been trying to backpedal and be like, "I didn't know what was going on and all that stuff." I'm like, man, just say it was an old footage. You ain't gotta explain shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Barely fucking in it. Alright. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm assuming Halloween's gonna be lit with a bunch of fucking Joe Exotic cost costumes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Blue, did you finish uh, any of that furry uh, Judy? Yes. House? <laughs> yes. Least yes. woman yes. throwing that sexy yes. bunny pussy. Yes. 
I've been looking at bunnies different ever since, oh, man. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, probably so bad. Probably been talking about this anime called uh, Beast Stars, and yeah, it's it's basically Zootopia with a little <laughs> bit of hentai as an anime. Like it's fucking ridiculous. Like there's a bunny who can't help herself but the fuck. Like she like literally like in the first episode, she's already like taking off her clothes, to get fucked by this wolf, and it's yeah. and she fucking she fucked the wolf, she fucked the the reindeer, she fucked the other bunny, the other female bunnies matter her boyfriend. <laughs> And they're like, I guess they're a dangerous species, and she's pissed off about that, and she's fucked like lemurs and all kind of different animals. But it's crazy because she like just can't fucking help it. Well, and she, she's fucking like, like bunnies. He's like, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, she, yeah, she's a fucking bunny being a bunny. But like, um, she is like, I guess everybody looks at her as being like vulnerable, so they're all trying to protect her because she looks so innocent. But like, yeah, it's fucking crazy, and she gets kidnapped by a fucking a pack of lions. Who wants to fucking eat her and the shit just go down from there man i did this show changed my life on how i looked at animals like relationships <laughs> man you, got, like, you guys gotta read I, fucking, I don't know how animals live anymore after watching this y'all gotta read a natural it's such a good fucking <laughs> seriously you get like this thick ass pig chick that doesn't want to fuck other she, pigs she's thick as hell because she got thick old thighs on her yeah mm-hmm. I, have you read it oh ninja i i, I read like the First, or uh, when we were doing yeah. our stuff with um, Illusion, uh, Illusive Comics, okay. they had a. It was featured. It was like one of their the owners recommended reads, and I was like, "What is this?" And there's like nudity and shit in the in the comic. So I read like a. I didn't finish the whole thing, but I read the first couple pages where I was like, "Dude, this is actually really good." So I, I, I never got series. a chance to finish it. Yeah. I did myself a huge disservice, but from what I read, it was actually really good. Are there carnivores feeling bad about their whole sexual exploration and inexperience? Uh, well, about, it sort of, sexual. yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's about Ooh. sexual orientation as a farm animal, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 back to, to Beefstar, there's this, there's this one part where there's a, a chicken who basically sells her fucking eggs to, to like, the school's cafeteria or whatever, so they can make, like, food out of it. And just thinking about the chicken selling their fucking like, if you look at it as, as a woman having like her ovaries, whatever her the eggs that she produced, think of it that way. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's so fucking disgusting. And she like literally has an orgasm because this one wolf likes her fucking eggs that he's eaten right in front of her. It's, yeah, it's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> that's some that that is some eating species reviewer shit. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I you guys gotta you guys gotta check it out. It's worth watching. It's that you're watching it, right? I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm, I've watched like three episodes. It's it's pretty crazy. It's uh, it's entertaining, but it's crazy. <laughs> and old Ninja, you said you t- you started it. I'm I'm about four or five episodes in. I'm like halfway through, at least. You've been tapping the Judy the hops corn now or no? So right now, it focuses on um, uh, Legoshi. Yeah. where he's just like conflicted about what he wants to do he wants to be awkward and nerdy but everyone wants to, him to be a bully i guess sort of so i'm on that kind of arc i haven't gotten to this other shit yet Mm-mm-mm. it's coming it's coming cannot fucking wait all right um, yeah i'm literally i'm literally halfway through all right have y'all played the latest uh borderlands dlc mm-hmm. not yet no what the fuck is wrong with people? no but i fucking downloaded it <laughs> so, I I down I downloaded it, but you know what I fucked up on? 
I did some dumb shit. Uh, accidentally, I started the, uh, went from normal mode to mayhem, but it restarts the fucking game. And so that's, no, no, no. You talking about true vault hunter mode? Or true vault hunter. That's yeah, you yeah. fucked up then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have, to, I have to wait till I get to sanctuary, and then I'll start. Yeah, when I was saying, yeah, you misunderstood. Cause I, I told you earlier this week, I was like, do mayhem mode, not true vault hunter mode. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, so yeah, anyway. you have to pass game first before you can do mayhem mode. Yeah, you do. You have to, you have to beat the game before you do oh, mayhem okay. mode. Um, actually, yeah, it's it's, it's post game, and and you have like I think it's four different levels of mayhem right now that you can do, and basically, if you're not, if you beat Borderlands three and you want to get better loot, you have to up the mayhem mode, so it makes the game harder, but you get better loot. So what happens is when, whenever you up your mayhem mode, um, it's just gonna get like way harder until you get like better loot, and then it'll become easier, and then eventually it'll make that mayhem mode seem easy, and then you go to the next one. So like right now I'll, with Moe's, I'm at like mayhem level one. Uh, I'm about to up to level to level two, but for like my Zane character, I'm like mayhem level three. So yeah, he's got a. Oh yeah, it definitely extends the game. And yeah. you, and you guys the see other the night. Uh... Good. I was gonna say the other night I was playing with Kronos on uh, on, <laughs> on Borderlands Three, and like this is how insane it was. So I was like, uh, I was fate. We we're going against uh, the Pin and Teller character, <laughs> yeah. and like literally, Kronos, Kronos show, shows up on the scene. I'm like, I think I'm like level thirty. I think I'm forty one at this time at this moment, and so he shows up on the scene, and we go against the, the, the big bad guy, the bad, big boss. Kronos killed this guy. In less than five bullets. I threw a grenade. And half of his energy is already gone. I'm like, what the hell? And Kronos is like, oh, sorry, dude, I used the wrong button. I'm like, use the wrong fucking button? Like, what the fuck were you supposed to do? Some shit? And then, like, three seconds later, the, the character's fucking dead. But I got all the loot. <laughs> it's all that matters. Yeah, get yeah. that loot. I'm, nice. tell I'm telling you guys, the, the fucking. Y'all. Everybody slept on the, the DLC that was free. It was the. Uh, I forget it was like the Halloween, oh, the Halloween one. one. Yeah. yeah. They the had Halloween the one. they had the best fucking grenade in the entire game. It's called the Ghost Call. And I have I have mm. three or four of them, and one of them is level fifty. And so basically what happens is when I throw out one grenade, two comes out, and then once it hits, it does corrosive damage, and then like a whole shitload of fucking ghost skulls just like engulf the screen. And yeah, like I and, that yeah, and they attack everybody. But with Moe's, I have like eighteen grenades. <laughs> so I can just keep throwing them. And it, yeah, it does like it does so much fucking damage. Love that shit. That's yeah, fucking crazy. Uh, so I, I was playing uh, before I made my mistake with the true vault hunter mode. I was playing the uh, the first DLC, which was the Moxie Casino Jan Handsome Jack one. Oh yeah, it's so much fun. The heist. Yeah, that one I'm liking even more than the, a lot of missions in the in the main campaign. So. Oh man, wait wait yeah. until you play Guns uh, Guns Love and Tentacles. That's like right up your alley, man. Because it's all fucking Lovecraftian. You know, it's all yeah. tentacles and fucking. Weird ass fucking like, stories and shit. Isn't it, oh, isn't it like gay love? Isn't like the two characters are gay in the story they're, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're a couple. I think they're they're married. They're gay. Wainwright and Hammerlock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Either they're married or about to be married or something like that. Yeah, they, this they're, is they're hilarious. This is like their wedding story. It's like they got engaged okay, and then this is like their wedding story. Oh right. Did, on. They, did they add gay? It ain't not like Joey yes. marriage. Well, they. Did they add did they add that one character Gage yet? Yeah, well, they added her as like a character, but not as like a character you can play. So she's like an actual wow. character in the story. She's the, she's the gotcha. wedding planner. Oh, okay. 
And, and you yeah, actually like get, how, you, you get to use Death Trap in the game, so it's pretty cool. Nice. I like how in Borderlands that um, uh, what's her name? The girl with the with the bombs accession. What's her name? Oh, Tiny Tina. Tiny Tina. My favorite Tiny character. Tiny Tina. How yeah. she's blown up. Oh yeah. And she's like uh, I'm at the point right now where she's talking about like her relationships. Like she's into girls and stuff like that, but she talks about how crazy all of them are and this and that. And she, they're like, she's like, they all got daddy issues, something issues, this and that, this and that. But I'm the same one. I'm all the She is so fucking funny. Yeah, and that was that was the one I know we were talking about it, uh, old ninja. That was the Ashley Burke voice character. Is that it? Uh, I believe so. I think you brought it up to me. If okay. that's a, because I thought it was um, Tara Tara Strong. Because it kind of sounds like her, but apparently, I believe it, it if it's her, which would be this if it is her, it's the same actress as who no, voices it's, uh, Aloy. It's Ashley Birch. Okay, yeah, that's the same actress. Yeah. Okay. Same actress oh. that voices Aloy in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. yeah I like no, how she's 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 in Borderlands 3. Like, we got Ice T and um, uh, Pen of Pen and Teller on there. It's kind of yep. cool. The, the cool thing is, like, Ice-T has always loved some fucking video games. His association with Gears, uh, th that Gears franchise was fucking iconic and whatnot, too. Um, that was amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, I, 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 I like I like the fact that he's, uh, he's he's lending his acting, voice acting talent to it. I want to see him doing more voice acting. Yeah. He, he needs to get on that V-Stars. We need him on that. Oh, oh my shit. God. I need, I need a dog on there, like, talking about shit. So speaking of which, kind of slight segue, did y'all see that there is more Rick and Morty coming in May, in literally a month? There's a trailer yes. that dropped, it's, it's posted on their Facebook page. Um, yeah, but it's April Fool's Day, so... <laughs> it is but i mean there's an actual pretty like a two-minute trailer pretty much so. well I, did you watch the trailer of uh it's not a trailer but the, the video of him doing like a samurai shit with morty yeah that's like yeah, five minutes that. long so I love it. <laughs> that shit was awesome in my rick yeah I, I, hope, I hope it's true i thought that for season four they had split it up with a hiatus in the middle but it was supposed to be coming back later this year i thought so. it was, that was later this year too yeah. But they, I mean, they're, they're, I know they're they're moving around schedules because of the coronavirus. So yep. like like with movies, they're just they're canceling or just dropping them on digital. And with some shows, they're dropping them early or doing like these weird schedules. So I wouldn't be surprised, but also maybe not announce it on April Fool's Day. Yeah. Well, apparently, although I know I'm not sure if it was 100 percent confirmed, but um, Mulan and Scarlet um, Black Widow is supposed to be dropped digitally. I'm not sure if it's been confirmed or if it's 100% accurate, but I mean, I, I imagine Black Widow being like a super popular movie and they will push that one back. And Mulan, it's like, yeah, I'm not sure how that one's going to roll out. But what do you guys feel about that? If they were to release Black Widow and Mulan to Disney Plus? Well, I mean, if they did it. So listen, people that are thinking that maybe this is a bad idea about releasing, you know, these things that are supposed to be in movie theaters on like Disney Plus this is only going to draw more people to Disney Plus. And then for people, like, the cost of Disney Plus is, like, it's nominal, but at the same time, it's around the cost of a theater ticket for most areas besides California, New York, and some parts of Texas, um, and maybe Seattle. And if, if somebody signs up for Disney Plus just to watch that movie and they don't cancel it, then they're going to keep making their money. 
so they're gonna yeah. see like their whole catalog so for me it makes sense it's the way to really prop up um a residual money maker rather than a one-time purchase with a movie in the theaters even though the the ticket price maybe costs more but you'll still make that up if they keep staying with disney plus so i would expect that disney plus is going to have an uptick in viewership and subscriptions uh in the next coming weeks and months because of this so i haven't heard it being absolutely confirmed like do they have an actual hard date for release Mm-hmm. Let me look. I, I haven't seen more of them. I saw this. Oh, I can't. I saw it on Facebook. I don't yeah. remember the exact release date. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, you know, if you like Disney movies and Marvel movies, you know, then sure. Um, I'm sure you're going to watch it, or, or steal someone else's account and watch it, or or get your own account. You know. <laughs> Do you guys think, like, with the whole coronavirus situation, how movie theaters are are movie companies are releasing the comp- the movies basically digitally do you think this is the end of movie theaters once life kind of get back to normal i, I still don't think so last, but remember last literally last year the highest grossing movie of all time dropped and we were all in theaters you know worldwide watching Endgame and it made almost three billion dollars that was, that was the only way you can watch it though like if you imagine if, if it was able if you were able to sit inside your house play one flat rate so your whole family can see it do you think you'd have went to the theaters to watch it if i didn't if i didn't have any fears of this crazy ass virus i still would love to go see a, a big movie like you know james bond Fanta- uh, uh, fast and the furious or avengers with with people That'd be my preference. Please watch, watch people at home. So I, I've I've been an advocate for watching movies at home for like at least ten fucking years because the one thing that theaters had prior to like you know the past fifteen years is that you had a superior viewing experience than you had at home. But once you came out with 1080p screens and now 4K screens and um, Dolby Digital and all these other fucking incredible sound systems that you can have at your home, if you have those at your home you are not missing shit that you're missing in the theater that that is not available in the theater so like you're you're missing being with people though they come over and hang out like i don't i don't really give a shit like (laughs) yeah why can't you do that in in your pretend world i watch a movie at home and you can't come over and hang out no Uh, you 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 can't you you can see it with a limited amount of people at someone's home i get that wait Go, go ahead, go right? ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true, but do you talk to the people that you are in the theater with that you don't know afterwards? I don't. I get the fuck out and go home. <laughs> yeah. Go on, I get angry when people are talking in the theater. I'm not, I'm, not for the, I'm not for the people talking or whatever or interrupting the show, but there is something that's fun about the experience of a whole theater, like that opening weekend. Uh, you know? Loving a loving a fucking movie and standing you know, up. Wait, 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 wait. I would say, I was sorry. I would say the best thing about the theater is when you go see a movie with your significant other. At least in a the theater, they won't ask you questions. When you're at home, mm. they're like, "What the hell's going on? Like, who's that bad guy? Like, I don't remember him. Like, do I need to watch the last episode to see like understand what's going on? You just punch him in the mouth, dude. That's what I do. I'm just saying, definitely don't punch him in the mouth. No, but I mean, yeah. hold on. Prodigy, I'm asking you honestly. Are people being in the theater with you enjoying the same experience? Does that really enhance your experience in watching a movie that you want to see? 
for the majority of them, if it's just something that I'm kind of okay about seeing, I'm not super excited, then no. But if it is something, again, like like a, a James Bond, Fast and the Furious, Avengers level that we've been anticipating for months and whatnot, I do enjoy that experience of even seeing it with people who I don't know and or a large group of friends in the theater. That'd be my preference. Again, if if the price is completely neutral, I'd love to see it, it, it still, still see some things in the theater. The majority, I do want to see at home, but for certain special events, yeah, man. Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask. Okay, you, I, like, I so for so for me, it's different. Like, I don't really give a shit about anybody else in the theater. I'm just there to like have the viewing experience. If I can do it at home, or if I'm with friends, it's even cooler. But I can have the same amount of friends at my house watching the same movie. I don't give a shit about people that I don't know and doing the same thing that I'm doing. It's like watching a porn movie with a bunch of strangers. I don't give a shit about the strangers. We all, all four of us went to the hentai, uh, hentai review thing at Fanabay. That was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> that was but at the same time, it's like, y'all could not be here too. <laughs> yeah, guys, please leave the room. I need a little private time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of, speaking of watching movies together, like, I know Netflix added a feature where they where you can um, I think I think it was a mobile app you can install, but like you can basically have a Netflix watching party. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's basically like a chat room you can set up where you and whoever you invite can chat about the movie, but it's all I guess text based. Like, so what are your that, thoughts on that? That works really well if it's a, a movie that we've all seen before and it's beloved and we can like talk shit while we're watching it. But if I'm seeing it for the first time, I don't want any any annoying chat shit going on. Like if, if it's my first time yeah. viewing. Well, I think I think it would be yeah. cool if it was like like a video type thing. Like you know how we do reacts to like videos and stuff like that. If we're like if there's like videos where we're kind of talking to each other and reacting to it, that's cool. But Texting, like, I'm I'm too busy watching the movie. I'm not going to fucking sit there and look at my phone to be able to text back, like, oh, I can't believe that bitch grabbed that, that guy by his ass or some shit like that. I mean, hey, did you, did you, if you're watching... Any, any really no, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I, I when I'm watching movies in the theater, like, like Krona said, I'm more concerned about, like, the sound effects, the screen, the music, the, the sound and everything. I don't care if... If there's less people in the theater, I'm more happy because then I don't have to worry about people laughing and me missing dialogue or whatever and, and, and just missing lines and stuff like that and all the other uh, tiny annoyances that I that I seem to always find happening when I go to the movie theater. Well, I feel you. So let, let me ask you this, though. Um, are there any, are there any movies? I guess besides Wonder Woman is coming out in August, but everything else seems maybe everything else seems to be pushed either back or not happening in 2020 at all. Well, there there was one uh, recently, so Onward dropped super early onto uh, Amazon Cinema, which I watched at home with uh, with my youngest daughter, and that was that was fantastic. And there was like actually two other movies that dropped out of the theaters also, the movie, super early. The movie with um. Was Vin Diesel oh. drop straight to yeah, yeah Bloodshot, like, yeah. Bloodshot, Bloodshot yeah. video on demand now. Yeah, I mm, don't get me wrong. I, I will, I will eventually, uh, you know, partake in some of those. But well, <clears throat> I, I, I would love to see Wonder Woman in the theater. I mean, I want to have the option, right? So I, I wish they would have like in the theater still. But then also, I don't mind paying twenty dollars to watch it at home. 
Seriously, I, I would literally pay twenty dollars to watch a movie in the theaters at home for like a you know a, a day rental, and I'd be fine with that. Well, so you're saying rental, so you don't own it for that twenty? No, because I mean they they need to they need a way to uh, preserve the revenue, and so it'd be unreasonable for me to expect them to to drop uh, own the movie the day it dropped. So they, they need to make the revenue somehow, and that that'd be reasonable to me. Like a twenty four hour rental. And then after a certain amount of months, then you can buy it. Gotcha. Oh, speaking of which, because I mean, about, oh, sorry, hold on, about... real quick, because it, it would fuck up the revenue stream um, when they do like the way the way they calculate um, how much a movie made, you know, in a certain amount of time. If it, if you just bought it, you could just keep showing it over and over again to everybody else. Uh, a one day rental, I think, is a the kind of a, a go between to like make a stopgap. Yeah, I mean we've we've seen we've seen the model plenty of times for years and years, like especially with like these animated movies, they go you know direct to video or direct to Blu-ray or DVD. What well, can but, they look at it like the but, with music because music is a lot of music like a lot of people aren't buying fucking CDs anymore. They're they're basically streaming the music, but like if you have Pen, uh, Pandora or whatever, like their sales count toward how many times that that item is streamed. And I think it's like every ten thousand stream is like one record sale to them in the business well i i the way i was kind of thinking about it is like okay wouldn't they still be losing money though right off the bat if uh if it was getting streamed to homes like for example if you're bringing like a family of five to the movie theater that's like a 60 dollar just just to walk through the to just to get a ticket and everything but if you are just releasing that at home that's just a one-time fee of twenty dollars i guess or i mean i don't know what would be a, a fair price point to put that at but hollywood would still be losing a bunch of money i would imagine well, no. by, by doing that yeah not getting those those ticket sales of per person i i don't mind paying more um but i think twenty dollars twenty dollars is like a, a good starting point to like watch it right um, but there's also people that are like they're like prodigy and they're probably thinking the same way that he's thinking it's like hey i'd rather go watch it in theaters which is fine. I think that if, if they had the... Because most people, the vast majority of people, do not have a decent home theater system. So they're always going to want to go to the theater. So I, I know that Prodigy has a large TV, but he doesn't have a good sound system at his house. So that's going to definitely detract from his viewing experience. I happen to have a decent sound system and a decent TV, like a good TV, you know, and I make decent popcorn at home. But... <laughs> So for me, the experience right. is not I mean, lost. Right. Well, for, for, from our end, it would be great as a consumer because we would save money and then we'd be able to watch in the own comfort of our home. But for like a, a uh, whatever, a movie production company or whatever, they would be losing money hand over fist. Well, theory, it depends. Right? I mean, yeah, they're, they're I, yeah, I don't think it'd be that bad. Yeah, they won't be making a numbers to one. Like, say, for example, like um, Avengers Endgame. That movie cost like 150 million to make, but they made billions of dollars. But if it, I'm pretty sure if the movies got released to the homes, they wouldn't have made that billions of dollars. They uh, probably would have made like maybe one billion instead of three billion. Yeah, let me let me add to this argument. Okay, so there's been you can anybody can go out there and download um, any movie that they want to that's out in theaters right now. I guess I can still do it to this day. It's fucking easy, um, but it's not a threat to the movie theater industry because we see now that we're they're, they're still making money hand over fist in movie theater industry 
even though we can still download all these movies. But the problem is, is that we don't get the same experience. Most people don't. I can, and some people can. And that's what I'm saying. But we're the minority. And so for me to pay like an extra, like a premium to watch it at home, I have no problem with. You can start at $20, make it fucking $40, $50. I don't really give a shit. If I can stay, especially when, it, when you have kids, like, I really don't give a shit. Because I don't want to take my, my toddler to a movie theater, even though I have before, for kids' movies. But I don't want to have her interrupt movies and stuff like that and like have to like pause movies and shit like that. So for me, I don't mind paying extra to enjoy the experience yeah. at home. Because I'm getting the same experience, but I'm not going to have to bother right. other people. But then, yeah, like, I, like I agree with that. Like, you, you have a daughter, like, anybody's going to go see a kid's movie. It's going to be like the mom or dad, the mom and dad, a mom and dad and the kid. So it, that's like right there. That's $60 easily. And I'm with I'm, the kid. I'm fine with paying. You're saving on fucking like popcorn and candy too. Uh, so six dollars for a movie for a pre bit to watch I, it at home isn't actually that bad. It's I, I agree, but what I'm saying is from the movie production company's point of view, they would hate that because they're losing a shit ton of money from from us, the the movie watcher. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd pay twenty. 30 bucks to watch it at home. But if I was the head of a movie theater company or, or Fox movies or Sony movies, I would hate that because I'm going to make a huge fraction of the amount of money I would. No, I so I, I still I still disagree because I'm going to go back to the fact that most people, they don't have, they're not going to get the same viewing experience that, that they're going to in the theaters as they are at home. So I think right now we're going to see uh, movie theaters have the option and like I said, I'm willing to pay, you know, a decent amount of money to watch it at home. But I think most people aren't because for them it doesn't make sense because they're not going to get the same sound system or video quality at home as they are in the theater. So I'm kind of like a one-off. I'm not a one-off, but I'm like a. I'm in the minority. But I will pay extra to get that service. And so that's where I think they, they can make their money back. So if I pay sixty bucks to watch it at home, and then like other people that go in the theaters pay like you know what twelve fifteen dollars per person, you know. And and for the movie for the production companies, they're not making money off of the the popcorn and the fucking concession stands. They're making money off just the ticket yeah. that you paid for. Correct. So just keep that in mind as well. Right. So I I, I think it's still gonna be viable. I think it's gonna become more viable, especially right now. I, I think that a lot more movies are gonna get released earlier in videos or just dropped directly on like Amazon Cinema. Amazon, this is how I know this is this is going to happen because Amazon literally made an entirely new section of their video programming called Amazon Cinema as soon as the COVID, not as soon as, but like a week after the COVID virus dropped because they saw that there was these theaters, there were these movies that were in the theaters that nobody was going to go watch. Onward and like three other movies. So they're like, all right, listen, we're going to make a new style of video content called Amazon Cinema, and we're gonna drop movies that were in the cinema on our on our um, I guess digital platform, and people are gonna watch it. And I did. I paid twenty bucks to watch Onward early, and it's fine. I, yeah. I would, I would, you would might be able to twist my arm uh, if that twenty dollars included maybe for an extra two or three or five dollars or whatever on top of that i could own it very quickly after or there was a discount on owning it too because if it is something good um you know the one-time viewing 
eh, I, I, I'd like to have some kind of discount on on owning and being able to rewatch it, especially if it's like something that the family can enjoy. Yeah, so I mean, that's not going to happen because you don't get that when you watch a movie a movie in theaters, man. You, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I disagree with Cronus. When you watch a movie in the theaters, nobody's you, you're not asking for a discount to get the toe in the movie. So that's to me, might, that's unreasonable. You might get a discount on a haircut at Supercuts, but yeah. you don't get a <laughs> discount on an <laughs> actual movie. Okay. Um, well, speaking of Onward, uh, I guess Onward will be on Disney Plus in two days. No, it's already on there. Oh wait, no, it's going to be on there in two days on Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. It's already. Yeah, so let me just so people might be confused. Disney Plus is a su- subscription subscription paid for service. Um, Amazon Cinema, um, you, you just buy the movie outright. So you pay twenty dollars and you own the movie, as long as the deal, as long as the uh, DRM servers don't go down. So just caveat yeah. there, <laughs> which has happened before for the shit that I've owned and I've lost a bunch of money. But anyway, okay. Or old ninja, were you go? Were you segueing on that, on that point? No, I, no, I already got got that point out. Um, actually, I want to talk because I know this is Stitch. Uh, Stitch, what's this about your uh, U.S. Hunger Games map? Mm-hmm. You want to break this down? Uh, I woke up this day feeling like I was like I need to have a nice hundred comment a nice Facebook argument. thread and everything, <laughs> and then. <laughs> so uh people have been posting that uh this like map of the united states um i don't know if uh someone can put it up in the in the little youtube chat thing or whatever to see how it's divided across but pretty much it breaks down the united states in different districts and everything and uh it's got like it's almost like northeast south uh southeast Midwest, Pacific Northwest, and then like West Coast. So there's there's kind of like five regions, if I remember correctly. And all these mofos are just saying, oh, District 3, which geographically, size-wise, is probably the largest um, because it includes like Texas. It goes as far west as Texas, north as uh, uh, maybe Kansas-ish, and then uh, all the way out to like North Carolina. But that whole group is like, oh, we would run this. We got the most guns, blah, 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 blah. Come see ya. And I'm like, y'all don't understand how this works. Like, I don't know if they've never played a game Risk before and they don't understand like how to like, you have to move troops to different locations and shit like that. And I was just, I was just having fun with a, a nice good old hearty debate with uh with all my friends on Facebook and it it caught fire. It was great. I was I was loving it. And I just wanna give a shout out. Are the districts fighting each other? I didn't see this post. It, it'd be like it would be like in an, oh yeah, because you're suspended from Facebook. I forgot about this. Goddamn. Uh, um, <laughs> damn. But uh it it would be like if the people in these locations that break off and have their own separate I guess country as they in just winner take all uh, battle royale or whatever. And I'm just like y'all, y'all sleeping. On... What's that? No, that's if is there a way to share your screen on um on this app? Yes, yes, you can share your screen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna share the, my screen I... and <coughs> with um Stitches talking okay, about. Yeah. Showing that map. Yeah, I'll let the computer tech do. Yeah, but hey. my my whole point 
first of all, District 3, which is the southeast coast, the southeast, y'all already lost to District 5 in the Civil oh. War. So y'all can't talk that noise about how, oh, we're the best, blah, blah, blah. Y'all 0 for 1 already when it comes to Civil War, so y'all need to pipe down. So now, anybody who's watching live right now, now the West Coast, if you see, if, as I'm talking, like the map is showing up and you can see that there's five different districts and it's basically like broken down, like you got the South, you got the the lower West side, you got the upper West side, you have the mid North and you have the, the upper East Coast. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> and somebody said District yeah. 3, but, straight up on shit. What's this? Hell no. <laughs> District, yeah, just because they have Texas and they're like, oh, we have all the guns in Texas and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all don't have the geographical like land advantages that we have on the West Coast. First of all, to even get to like our our headquarters, let's just say our headquarters is like L.A. or something like that. How, how the fuck would they even get there? They, they're going to track over the the Rockies or through the desert and everything. No, it would take them forever to even take over our, our, our country or district capital. And we would be able, if we wanted to be the aggressors in the situation, we would just be able to slowly pick them off because there is nothing in West Texas. Like everybody reps Texas. Like it's this, I mean, Texas is huge, like in terms of like people and, and everything, but size wise, once you get West of San Antonio, there isn't shit until you get to El Paso and El Paso is just whatever. So they, they're not going to, they wouldn't be able to hold off Phoenix I, or, I, or if we I, just sent like San Diego. I had to use the bathroom. So I didn't, I missed some of this argument, but um, Texas has way more <laughs> guns than at least. So California is not even in the mix. Like you, you're just going to rely on basically Nevada and Arizona because of very strict gun laws. Like that—that's a fact. Oh gosh! You just—you're just relying on not California, because <laughs> that—that argument is not even, not even valid. Like they have so many. They say I, I already discussed it while you were gone. But how would how would these like I said west of of San Antonio? Uh huh. There, your your people population is very very far and few between. Okay, it's the same thing with like East California. At, at what point? At what point, if, okay, if, let's say, the District 3 wanted to be the aggressors in the situation yeah. and everything, they would, ha they would have a very hard time mobilizing their entire fucking army from their key population areas in Florida and Texas to be able to take over our district capitals, which would probably be like Los Angeles, Phoenix, Denver, and also to handle those ge geographical uh, problems, like getting up the fucking Rockies and shit like that. We'd have the same yeah, problems can, getting yeah, down by, the Rockies. By... <laughs> What's that? We'd have the same problems, like getting down the Rockies. Like, so the the Rockies and like the deserts that we live that that you're talking about, nobody lives in there as well. Nobody lives in the fucking deserts of California. So, Rasan, like the the map he's talking about, the who? one I'm sharing right now. So yeah, this, I don't know who. This is who? the different districts. Who's that break Okay, what? so you're talking about going through like New Mexico, yeah. So in in this in District One, the map that you're talking about, um, California is not even a factor at all. 
It's not. We don't. Have, we, don't have the, we have people. Yeah, but we don't have the firearms. We don't. Like you, you got to rely on, you know, Utah and Arizona, and Nevada, and even them. They're sparsely populated. I think if you added up those what three, those three states all together, they don't equal the amount of people in Texas. Just te just Texas. And Texas has way they, more. They. Well, look it up right now. I mean, I'll, I'll look it up. Go ahead, keep talking. Wait. I'll, I'll, I will Google it for you. <laughs> well, I, I know California has like 39 million people and Texas probably has like 20, high, upper 20s, I guess. Yeah, but Texas has way more yeah. guns than California does. Like by a fucking wide margin. So Texas has I mean, uh, I, 28 million people. Okay. They, they probably have 50 million guns. Like that's conservative. How many how many guns can you fire at a at one time? You, it you can fire a lot. <laughs> if if <laughs> one person can fire two guns at a time, if less possibly. Listen, if less than half of the population of California has guns, they win. And we have way less than half the population in California has guns. They way less. Be, how would Texas Texas would not be able to even invade California? That's that's not happening. So how we invade? That's, Texas. It's the same argument that you're saying. We have to go over the same obstacles we, to get to Texas. It would be much easier, in my opinion, for District 1 to invade and cause havoc into District 3. If, if, you rely, if you rely solely on states that are sparsely populated, Texas has the numbers and the guns. Just Texas. Are, 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 you, are we talking... Well, densely populated... Or are we just talking about general populated? Generally oh, populated. Okay, so Texas has almost... They have 28.7 million people, okay? So let's look at the one next to them. What? It's uh, New Mexico, right? New Mexico New population. Yeah. They have 2 million people. 2 million but where in New are Mexico. The people, where are the, but where are the people in Texas located? They're located to the east and to the southeast. It, in it Texas does, for the vast... It's still... 20 times or 10 times the fucking population for the closest state and they have way more guns the numbers don't add up man this would be this goddamn i'm glad you didn't fucking join the military because this would be fucking terrible this would be terrible strategy seriously arizona has 7 million people colorado has 5 million people if you add all those together it doesn't equal 28 million people it's down. No, you don't. You, you disagree no. with math? Okay, that's cool. That is. It's not the math. It's just where everyone and is located in these states. It's just. It doesn't. It it doesn't matter. And then we're just talking about. We're talking about one state in District Three versus literally. I just named off what three different states. That's Arizona, New Mexico, and Colorado. Do not equal the population of fucking Texas. And Texas has more guns than all those states combined. And people. So, where's your argument there? I think we should base, we should base it on the strip clubs. Who has the best strip club? <laughs> but I think they don't have probably the best. <laughs> People in Texas are like, yeah, but for real. Dallas has fucked up tacos. I'm just saying. Y'all need to fix that shit. <laughs> I think wealth, if we were to look at it wealth-wise, like California definitely would be fucking killing it all. Looked at what? Wealth-wise? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like we have definitely advantages, but when it comes to like firearms, 
We ain't got shit. We have well, our, our well, gun laws this hamper is, us. This is, this is all based off of like another game, though. Yeah, but also, I mean, you'd have to go, you have to go all the way around. But the coastal areas of California have had, uh, you know, obviously excellent uh, ports, and then you know have a strong navy naval presence, of course. But so if you're coming from that side, coming from the east, you know into california not from not through the desert but well i'm assuming we're not, we're not talking about the military so i'm taking the military out of the equation at, at this point yeah. come on people yeah just just people hmm. well that, that's what that's what the whole well you were gone for that whole part of it but that's what was encompassing it was like the, i said if you broke up like, and just made these areas different countries in themselves okay so take everything that's in them so most people in the military Guess where they're from? Texas. Bingo. Okay. Are they are they, are they bringing the the, the F sixteens home with them? They're, to their to the ranches in Texas. They are or not. Moffitt but they're, still but at they're, or? they're definitely not going to fight for the side of District One, right? So are we just re, we're just repopulating everyone? I'm confused by what you're trying to do now with the numbers. What I'm saying is, if is if the the vast majority of the military is from Texas, they're not going to fight for a state other than Texas. It doesn't matter what. I, well, I don't. I, I don't know how we can make that claim that the vast majority of people from Texas are in the military. I mean, do you, I do, do we have that number? I mean, California's yeah, got on. the most people in the... I, I know in the Marine Corps, it was the vast majority was from Texas, but let me look up the whole military. I mean, I don't know these stats. I don't know where we... I, I know, because I was in the military, so it's a, little, it's a little different. But I was in the Marine Corps. So in the Marine Corps, most people were from Texas. <clears throat> All right. You know, I'm, Cronus, I'm reading this BuzzFeed that you just posted in the chat about... Um, Joe Exotic, and I'm like, wait, he, he can't actually sing? Oh, no, it's auto-tune. No. Yeah. Yeah, well, this the first one on here says, the first country song featured ain't strictly by Joe Exotic. They are written by and performed by somebody else, and he, oh. silently, he sings it quietly over some of them, basically. Oh, wow. All right, so... Not surprised. It, here, here are the numbers that I can see from right now. From These are from active duty personnel... Um, civilians by state, and this is of 2017. When I was in, it was a little bit different. Um, so I guess it's changed a little bit since I was in. So in, uh, in September 2017, 184,000 people are from California. 164,000 are from Texas. And I want to give you a huge distinction here: is that if you're from the state of California and you're in the military um, and you don't have, uh, you know, proper licensing, you can't own a gun. In Texas, that is not the case. Okay. But it's still okay, so, like the, so the vast majority of people in the military are from California, then not Texas. Not the vast majority. It's it's pretty close. Well, the majority. Yeah, just the majority by by like okay. twenty thousand people. So they have more people in the military that would fight for California than Texas. Yeah, but they would be unarmed. That's a problem, right? Wait, I, I, I just want to make sure that we we got the correct numbers right. Yeah. They they would be unarmed, and the civilians would definitely be basically an arm because if you look at the armed civilians in california it's way less than texas so you're re you're oh, still relying I'm not saying that it, it's not completely it's not completely illegal to have a firearm it, you to, you're right you have to jump through way more hoops though so like me yeah. i was in the military 
And I don't own a firearm right now. I, I used to, but I need to fucking own another one. Jesus Christ, especially yeah, right now. I'm just, I'm just trying to make the distinction that it's not... It's strict, but it's not illegal. Like, you can own one. Well, how many... So, how many? Hold on. How many folks do you know in your personal circle that own a firearm in well, Cal here in California? Huh? Quite a few. Um, for me, like... I only know one, and that's Kronos. Well, I, and I used to. I, didn't, I don't own one right now. I really don't. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, I grew up with plenty of firearms in my house. I got plenty of family members that have, but... You're I, the minority, just, man. Well... Uh, I know... It's funny it because it's not prohibited. It's funny that you asked. The two people I know that used to have firearms bought their firearms in California, but moved out of state. One moved to Texas, the other moved to Nevada. And when the guy who moved to Nevada, when he lived in California, he bought his guns in Nevada and brought them into California. Which is, and I knew a lot of people. He knew yeah. other people that did the same thing. They would go to Arizona go to a gun show, buy a gun, and come back. In fact, last summer, the kid who shot up the uh, the Gilroy Garlic Festival bought his gun in a different state and came back to California with it. Yeah. So, I mean, on, which, on which record... Is, which is illegal. Like, you, you, you're supposed yeah, to license but, it here in the state. No. But, I mean, on record, probably on paper, there's probably... It looks like people may not have guns but it's really not that far of a drive to drive to nevada or arizona go to well, a gun show people, a nobody's gun doing that though like, it's and they're in rare. district one yeah <laughs> yeah let's be real let's be fair and realistic though if you're living in the bay area or los angeles or san diego the major areas of california that is a serious three to four maybe even five hour drive into the next state depending on traffic and all of that you don't you don't do I that. Know people, I know people that have done it, and I'm not saying the vast majority of people are going to do it, but people that are dedicated to do it, they're gonna do it. And I mean, if you're living in the bay, all you gotta do is go to Oakland. And apparently there's guns left out in like trash cans or <laughs> in certain areas. You just, <laughs> yeah, but just look you, around. You just, you just took over a fucking body and you can get yeah, one. It's yeah. it, it, and it's also it, like, to be honest, in, in Texas it's it's the type of types of firearms that you can own that make a huge difference so they're they don't have um a, like a lot of restrictions on you know how big your magazine can be what type of rifle you can buy like they pretty much just like automatic rifles you basically can't buy without a certain ffl license and it, other than that they don't really give a shit like you can have a magazine as pretty much as, as big as you want here in california it's like it's a ten round magazine it's just like that's a pain in the ass to keep changing magazines don't get me wrong if, if you're prof proficient in your firearm you can still shoot almost as fast as somebody that has a uh, you know a larger magazine, but it's still that's that's a disadvantage that we have here in the state, and we have it hey, ourselves. Cronus, I got this one gun in Borderlands that I can kill like fifteen people with two fucking bullets. <laughs> yeah, that, that fucking Scoville is the shit. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All good. All good. Um, so did we do we want to do we want to go to any B and B's or do do we have any anime that we wanted to get into no, besides Interfaces reviewers killing it? There's a couple of B the BTIs. Um, so I got a I got a B the BTI question for for the group. I mean, we kind of talk about it every now and then, but as since the coronavirus has hit us hard, we're all kind of quarantined in place. Or I'm saying quarantine in place. What's something of the normal life that you miss the most compared to how things are now? Like what what's something that you wish you can do right now? Like. If you were to leave the house right now, what's something you would? What would be the first thing you would do? I'd go to the movies, 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I I have a movie theater about a mile away from my house, so I wouldn't mind just getting out of the house and sitting in, because uh, I don't have a recliner, so I can sit in a recliner and, well, at least not in my room, but sitting in a recliner, listening to a Dolby Digital Sound and watching a big screen film. Also, going out uh, roughly this late, Buffalo Wild Wings might be open. Just going out, get me some wangs. Um, I can't do that. Can order in though. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can make wings at home, but it's not the same. But you can order in though. Uh, Lemon pepper yeah, wet. Yes, you can. Yeah, <laughs> but <clears throat> it's different. It's way different being able to get it fresh out the kitchen and have it plop right down in front of you. You're that waitress, you can kind of chit chat with her. Yeah, a little bit, or a bartender that's there and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Uh, watch. Uh, also, sports. There's no fucking going on. Normally, yeah, that's a- that's my I- thing. I'd be watching some sports at like if I went out or whatnot. So beaches and beaches and parks for me, man. That I'm, oh. I'm really building for that. Some of that outdoor time with just some fucking fresh air and not being worried about crowds or anything. So like any of the uh, uh, the beaches along the San Mateo or San Francisco coast or even down to Santa Cruz, yeah. and then definitely some of like the parks like Mission Peak or Mount Tamalpais or just any of them. Though. Yeah, for me, it's definitely the sports. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be baseball season, start of spring and everything. Uh, just randomly going to like a, a Giants or an A's game just on a random mass Wednesday for a day game. And it's like, realistically, I think it was a prodigy in between his, his shit post that he normally does. He said something about like, if you gave away a free tickets to a sporting event, like he was like saying like, I wouldn't go. And I was like, I don't blame you. Like, I mean, it could be damn near like, the the Super Bowl or whatever, if it was going on in a month, yeah. I'd be like, "Fuck that, I ain't going." And I don't, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't see this this changing anytime soon. I mean, when it, I remember when it first, all this stuff with basketball being canceled, a couple like ba- football players was like, "Oh, that could never happen to us." <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it happen to football and football. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be kind of sad because especially for uh, for like college football where you have these big revenue generating campuses like uh, University of Georgia or Ohio State where you literally have like 120,000 people in the stands every Saturday bringing in millions of dollars for this, these college campuses. That's, that's not happening. Like they can live in this pipe dream and think that uh, everything might be back to normal by fall. I really don't see it, unfortunately, especially with how everyone's not getting down with the program of social distancing. Yeah, especially uh, you're just going to set it back by yeah, especially if you just all of a sudden try to gather a hundred something thousand people together in a in a stadium and shit like that. No, that that's gonna set us back months from what we uh, were trying to kill ourselves on, from. What about you, Cronus? Yeah, so for me, like the the thing that I want back the most is just my daughter to be able to to see her grandmother again. Like that's been like so fucking hard for. The whole family is her being separated from her grandmother. Um, I can't put in words how difficult it's been for her to be away from her grandmother. And that's been like super rough. And also school, but mostly like her grandmother. Because they're, they're super close. And then for me personally, um, like jujitsu. Like me not being able to do jujitsu is fucking insanely difficult. Because um, that's like my outlet for like stress and like all this other shit, and I I can't do it right now, you know. And there's, um, I tried to get some uh, some roll up mats, and it got even my the roll. So I, so I was gonna show 
I was going to teach uh, KMAC how to do jiu-jitsu because I got these online courses that, thank, thank goodness, they were they were free. Not that they needed to be free, but they had a couple of online courses from uh, BJJFanatics.com. There was like two courses that were free, and then now my instructor is doing um, free online classes um, to like for like a small group. And I, so I ordered like these, these roll-up mats, and right before they got shipped, the county in Texas that we're going to ship from got fucking shut down. And they were they called the business a non-essential business, so they can't ship them to me. So I'm like, fuck. This is like the the longest time that I have not done jujitsu since I started jujitsu like almost seven years ago, and that's fucking insane. So for me, it's like, for how most people wake up and just like eat breakfast, that's like for me that was jujitsu, you know, because I don't I don't fucking eat breakfast anymore. So it's like, I can't even contemplate not being able to do this for this amount of time. And it's eventually it's gonna fucking really get to me. It's starting to already, but um, yeah. hopefully soon I can get back to to choking people. You know, because I need an outlet. <laughs> I need an outlet. It's I mean, the, the Peloton bike helps, but I'm not like choking people. So yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So for me, I would say like being able to hang out with friends, like yeah, the podcast too. I, I mean, yeah. I work. I work Oh, yeah, the podcasting and stuff help, like, being able to hang out with you guys and talk the shit that we normally do. It's really cool, but, like, this doesn't count. This doesn't cut being there in person, being able to, like, see each other and, like, interact and kind of, like, look at each other and get that interaction. But then, like, you know, kind of hitting up the bars or going to, like, restaurants, like, the the people interaction with each other, it's, like, it's really hard. Like, like I, I, I'll be walking my dogs on the street. I'll see a stranger in the street. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like, how you doing? Like, random person just saying, like, how you doing? Just so I can have that that human interaction with somebody. And like, get the fuck away from me. It's hard, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're on the other side of the street. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like, today, my work, we had, they did a happy hour, basically. They did a happy hour with Zoom. And I'm like, this is going to be dumb as fuck. Like, everybody on fucking a webcam, like, talking, blah, blah, blah. But actually, it was pretty fucking fun. Like, everybody had their own fucking drinks. We like people would talk talk about different stories, and we had like a little bit of a scavenger hunt, and it, it was actually a lot of fun. But it's it still doesn't compare to actually having like that human interaction with each other. Like it, I, like I imagine being at a bar, talking to somebody like, "Hey man, like work is this is sucked and this and that." But I don't have to worry about like everybody at work hearing me tell the same fucking story, basically. But I, I really miss I miss human interaction, to be honest. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I think. Uh... And it's your club. Yeah. <laughs> not here in California. Not here in the Bay Area. They fucking... They I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're in this yeah. for the long haul. My kids' uh, school uh, and, and pretty much all the schools in California, looks like this this school year is uh, a fucking wrap. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Uh, what, what's devastating for me is this is uh, my daughter's uh, kindergarten year. So obviously really important oh, yeah. here in, 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 in school, real school. Uh, my fourth grader, my son, he'll be he'll be all good, and we're you know he's pretty self sufficient. But missing kindergarten is something I couldn't fucking imagine, you know. But anyway, it is no, what it is. I mean, you know, I get it because like my oldest daughter, this is her senior year, and yeah. we're missing. Uh, this is the first time in a long time, like we're we're gonna miss her for a spring break. I mean, yeah. and the, oh yeah, her whole school her school is shut down. She's probably not gonna. Have a graduation ceremony, and I was thinking, you know, I was, I was saying, telling K Mac, I was like, this is like awful for like these kids because these kids that are graduating this year, they were born 
like right after 9-11. And so they've, they've grown up Damn. with like a war, like the whole time they've been alive, and now they get their whole like senior year cut short. And that that's really fucked up. Can you imagine like when we were kids, like getting your senior year cut short? Nope. Like what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's, it's really mean, fucked up. Especially kids like, because I know Cronus, your daughter was supposed to start her, um, like, her college pretty much. Yeah. Uh, like, literally, like, I started, and I, I'm pretty sure the Oathbreaker started right after high school. We went straight to college. And so, with this going on right now, these kids are literally having to sit and wait. Like, you don't get to say goodbye to your friends, really. You don't get that whole big, like, like movies for generations make this scene about graduation a big thing and they're not going to get to experience it probably for a while they, they didn't even get to prom yeah, yeah, yeah they no. have prom yeah you're right no no right. prom night get your babies yeah. no. oh jesus that's a great that's great yeah. family guy yeah. family guy all right oh. <laughs> that's a great oh, reference man. blue the other thing is though for uh when we're talking about going to college and whatnot for these young folks I mean, and Stitch kind of alluded to this when he was talking about college football, but you talk about a breeding ground for fucking, uh, you know, exchange and disease and shit. You know, you got people from all over the country and all over the fucking world in tight ass quarters uh, interacting on a day to day basis, living together uh, and just spreading fucking germs. Kids are fucking nasty, including college mm-hmm. kids. And so I think. Let's say optimistically things do open up maybe in October or November of, of later this year. You may see some spikes at some of these big colleges. Oh, yeah. Whether mm-hmm. football's going on or not. Bro, they shut down yep. the Marine Corps boot camp. Yep. They stopped, they like, taking, yeah, they stopped taking recruits in for at least Paris Island. They're probably going to do it for uh, San Diego as well. But it's just like, dude, th- that's probably the first time in American history where they had to stop taking recruits because of an infection like yep because uh, to be honest with you boot camp is like a breeding ground for i i got super sick when i was in boot camp in the marine corps and i got lucky that i didn't get like left behind because normally if you get sick for like more than a couple days they'll put you in like a medical platoon and you have to like basically start a cycle over again and uh, my uh senior drill instructor i think he took some pity on me and he gave like he gave me an extra couple days and I, I, I got better, but man, I like when you're there and somebody gets sick, everybody, like a lot of people get sick. It's not just one person. It's like a bunch no, of people. It, yeah, I, 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 I mean, obviously I wasn't in the military, but but I could I could just imagine. And it's the same way for any undergraduate uh, school. Yeah, dorms. Uh, yeah, it, it fucking spreads like fucking wildfire or water, wildfires or whatever. So we uh, this should be like, like for me, like. Like I talked about earlier how people who have babies, like they can have spouses and stuff come in there too. But like my birthday is this month and I can't do anything. Like I'm your shelter in place. Like my birthday is going to have him. I'm going to have a Zoom party basically. Let's I'm, do I'm it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, you know, I can't travel. Like usually I'll go to like to Hawaii last year. I went to Disney, Disney World for the f- first time. Like I always try to do something cool for my birthday. But this year it's like, you know, I'm going to be camping out in the backyard, you know, trying to <laughs> Fine. You gotta stay away from the coyotes, but, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the coyotes and fucking deer. Mm-hmm. But we, it's, this is definitely a life changer. For now, we had we had press passes to WonderCon, which is obviously postponed. It's um, Comic Con. 
Yeah, and and San Diego, we were going to send at least uh, you know uh, uh, Chronos and uh, uh, and Blue, and then the other thing is we got we got approval. Uh, you know, one of my favorite cons, a local one, Fanway. Uh, we got approval for uh, doing a panel there, but we don't know if that's going to get canceled. It probably will because that's at the end of May. But you know, this is what it is. I, if Fanime is still going on, I'm damn sure going to watch some hentai in a group of people. Oh my goodness. With my mask on, though. Oh, let's, let's fucking wrap this shit up. Yeah, man. Um, All right. Uh, do we want to go ahead and round it up? Tell us what we got populating this week besides staying at home and eating beans? <laughs> yeah. Stay yeah. the fuck at home. Cronus, what you got populating, though? Yeah, so I'm staying the fuck at home. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, doing schoolwork with my daughter. Like, I got some more sure. stuff to do. Um, I gotta say, fuck you to whoever delivered my package today for Monoprice because they fucked me over. They delivered me a, a damaged ass package that had a hole in it, face down, on my porch, and I because I so I have like these really cool earbuds. I have some uh, Jabra uh, Elite Active sixty five T's, and so I, I wear these earbuds like all the time. I literally shower with them because I listen to audiobooks so much. And one of the earbuds like started getting really low, and so I, I got uh, a warranty repair done on them. Like I, I'm gonna do the warranty repair just before the coronavirus hit. I got approved for it, and then it got hit, and I was just like, "Well, I'm gonna wait a little while." So I bought some new earbuds like last week, or actually a couple days ago, for Monoprice. They're gonna replace these, so I can send those in, right, and then be able to uh, get them repaired. And I also bought a, uh, a printer cable because my printer is fucked up because it won't, it won't work on, over Wi-Fi anymore. So I needed like both things to like be able to send these headphones off and not go crazy. So I get this package in, and there's a fucking hole in the package. And what they steal? They stole fucking earbuds. I got the fucking printer cable, but somebody stole fucking earbuds in in the shipping process. So I'm like, what the fuck, man? So I had to like literally email Monoprice, be like, hey, you know, this the ship. I have a picture of it. There's like a hole in the fucking package. Like somebody stole it from shipping. Like what the fuck? So fuck whoever did that. You're an asshole. Now I got to figure out something else to do. Hopefully Monoprice will like send me new earbuds, but I don't know. We'll see. Other than that, I don't know. Y'all stay safe. Fucking stay at home. Don't fucking go outside. Don't get somebody else sick. If you're not sick, think about people that are older than you, that are immunocompromised, that have respiratory issues. They can still die. We had a thousand people die yesterday alone. So don't be a fucking asshole and stay at home. And if you think that, you know, you're not going to get sick and all that bullshit, stop listening to this podcast. Fuck you. I hope you fucking die. Oh, Actually, no, not that extreme. Just just go away. Maybe not die. Yeah. You did a hit him up like on uh, Carol Baskin. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Stitch, what you got popping this week? Uh, stay in the fuck home. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna do some uh, weeding around, like in the backyard, I guess. Yeah, uh, thank you, man. <laughs> then um, been watching a bunch of like Sesame Street videos on YouTube, <laughs> and just singing along to like Elmo songs and stuff like that. It's it's hilarious. Like, thank God nobody can see me singing these ridiculous songs no, just the talk, entire time. Just my talk daughter. as much as possible, and use sign language too. Do some do some sign language. With yeah. It's, it's so weird because I normally don't talk that much, like, just in general, like, when I'm just, like, by myself or, or whatever. But it's, like, I have to remind myself, 
talk to the baby. She yeah. can mm-hmm. understand if she's learning sounds and and voices and and words and stuff. So I'm just like cooking like bacon and eggs, and I'm just like pretending like I'm doing like a YouTube video explaining mm-hmm. to her how to cook bacon and eggs and stuff. It's just random, and I'm just like my voice starts to like deteriorate because I'm just <laughs> talking so much randomly around the house. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, just on, talk dude. all the time, and it, it pays dividends down the road. It really does. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Like the commercials. Aubrey Zing. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Poppy? Oh, man. Like everybody else said, I'm staying at home. Um, like uh, El- how Omar said. or Who? Whom? He's been drinking. How Fish said, this and that. Um, I, don't be- I-, I was kind of talking about how earlier my work did a Zoom party, so... We're actually going to do a Zoom party with some of Nancy's friends, hopefully either tomorrow or Friday. But um, so the sweetness? It's kind of dope to do a... Huh? The, you mean the sweetness? Yeah, the sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what <laughs> you are strike too. I'm tired. But um, yeah, so yeah, we're going to do like a like a, a happy hour party with friends online. But um, we were talking about it in the chat room, and it'd be kind of cool if we can do like a happy hour with our fans, like be able to get people who listen to the podcast kind of jump on and we can like interact with each other. And like having with Zoom, I think it's free. You can have like up, up to 100 people for free before yeah. you need to actually have like a subscription or some shit like that. So well, it'd be kind of cool to get like a bunch of people going on with that. But then there's also Google Hangout with that works out pretty well too. But um, it does. I just need to make while it. we were podcasting, I bought a, I bought a new camera. Oh, I bought, nice. I bought, I bought a better one because. I'm a photographer, and the, the shit I seen on my screen isn't good at all. I'm like, fuck this shit, ain't nothing better. Yeah, I think I have. I, like, like... I could use my, Go I ahead. could use my my professional camera, but like that thing, it it's not meant for for streaming or webcaming because it, it timed out in every 20 minutes, and I don't want to fucking break my my money maker. So no, you you need a um, yeah, I decided by you need a, a capture device. <laughs> That's no so. No, no, it's the the Nikon's. They're not. They're, they 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 shut off after twenty minutes of being connected. Like if you have them on for too long, they'll shut off no matter what. Oh, that's even weird. even if because I had I had the Elgato for a while. I tried using that for like streaming videos, and it it, it cuts off every twenty minutes. Oh well, Canon for the win. <laughs> yeah, it's a plus for a Nikon or for the Canons. Yeah. They, they can last longer, but. If I had a a mirrorless camera, then I could actually stream it a lot better. But I brought like a quick. Dollar webcam that does 1080p. Yeah, it's 1080p. You're good. And it has it has five stars on Amazon, so you know. So next week, it's, it's probably from China probably though. So different. coronavirus, you know. I'm just kidding. It's not coronavirus, but it's probably from China. <laughs> right. Old Other Ninja. than that, you know, just kicking and drinking. Old Ninja, what you got? So, uh, like to wish y'all shelter in place. Um, gonna be helping Stitch uh, level up his battle pass on uh, Call of Duty. With my dog. A lot of that recently. Yeah. <laughs> Your dog that you bought for $20. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, finishing up the Battle Pass. Um, actually, I guess Resident Evil 3, the remake, drops, I think, in two days, two, three days. So I'm debating about getting that. I'm not quite sure. Um, Got to think about, you know, things that are coming up. So I may wait. Um, I won't be surprised if it goes on sale. A lot of people aren't going out. Um, GameStop may or may not. I guess they shut down 300 stores. So, I mean, you can get it anywhere else or other places, not in real. You can get it a couple other places, but we'll see. 
Um, probably gonna do some yard work tomorrow as well. Other than that, just, the rest of it's just gonna be movies and gaming. Um, shout, real quick, shout out to, I think it's, is it, I don't know his name on here, so is it, I'm gonna say only first name, it's a common first name. Is it Jason that does the, uh, the stamp, time stamping? No, it is, uh, no. Uh, it's, it's Eric, Eric does, he does it afterwards. Yeah, uh, shout out to him, I have not forgotten, I am gonna send him something, but, um, obviously I have not made it to the post office during all this Rona bullshit. But yeah, shout yeah. out to you, you do a great job, I wanna give you something, I have not forgotten. Um, as a reminder, definitely read your comics. Uh, see if you can pick up, uh, uh, like, make some purchases online for certain shops. I mentioned it last week. Cape and Cowell is having a, a lot of great sales and whatnot. Uh, try to support as many local businesses, especially local comic shops, as you possibly can. They still got a, a lot of BS going on with the distributor, Diamond. Kronos mentioned that last week. But um, Every, some everybody shut down because of that. Like, all, all the... Comic book shop. Well, most comic book shops are shut down because of Diamond shut down. Yeah, but buy buy some old trades. Like that's the thing. Buy some trinkets. Buy some posters. Buy some backpacks. Uh, you do not want them going away. Comics have been around for uh, decades and decades, so you don't want to fucking uh, lose out on that. And then most importantly, don't forget watch interspecies reviewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Stay the fuck at home. Stay at home. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, take us out of the old ninja. Alright, you just experienced Black and Black Tides Infinity. Infinity! The Dankest Podcast on the internet. Check us out on the internet with at B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I. Check uh, everywhere on YouTube. Wednesday night, 8.30 West Coast time. Um, on YouTube, find us at Black and Black Tides Infinity. On Infinity. Facebook, we're Black and Black Tides Infinity. Uh, on, we're on Spotify, Player, uh, Player FM, uh, one Re- Radio Republic, uh, I said Spotify already, uh, SoundCloud, Bees and BTI. Check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash Bees and BTI, and on Twitch and Amazon, we're on there as well. I'm going to be the Pirate King. <laughs> no, you ain't. Where are you going? You just leaving? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fluters. Oh, one, don't baby. get. <laughs> Don't get yourself quarantined while in quarantine. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, some folks. <laughs> We're out this bitch. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>